And this woman shared with me that she had not taken any additional training and she had not been to a hair show in at least 10 years. I was gobsmacked. You're listening to Building a Beauty Business, a show that explores how your favorite beauty pros started, scaled, and grew their business. We ask the questions you've been dying to get the answers to so that you too can start, scale, and grow your beauty business. I'm your host, Frida Brown. Let's get started. What is up? Welcome back to another episode. Guys, it has been so much fun recording these episodes. A little bit more work than I imagined it would be, but that's okay. Your girl is up for the challenge. This week, I want to talk about credit and finances. These are two of my absolute favorite things to talk about. And if you listened to last week's episode, you'll remember that I talked about how broke I was when I started out as a cosmetologist. Let me just say I am not broke anymore. That if you've ever heard the expression, your money is funny and your credit won't get it. My money is not funny and my credit will get it, but there was a time that spanned for a number of years where my money was very, very funny and my credit was not going to get me a damn thing. And I want to talk about how those things can be barriers to entry, or at least they feel like they can be barriers to entry to being a successful hairstylist, cosmetologist, whatever the occupation is, fill in the blank. Oftentimes we feel like when we don't have good credit and we don't have money saved, we won't get the opportunities that others will get. And I'm here to tell you that you can get started. You can bring opportunities to you in spite of those things. So let's jump right in. I'm going to share with you today five ways that you can build your business even when your credit won't get it and your money is funny. Let's get started. Number one. Speaking from the lens of a licensed cosmetologist, even if you aren't licensed, the first thing that I would tell you to do is get a pen and paper because this one is going to blow your mind. Go do somebody's hair. Just go do somebody's hair. You do not need good credit to do someone's hair. You do not need a line of credit. You don't need a grant. You do not need a great grandfather to pass away and leave you millions of dollars. All you need to do is go and do someone's hair. That is how you get started. I know it's mind blowing. It's not what you expected me to say, but it is the truth. I am certain that at this point, you have some tools in the way of a blow dryer or a flat iron or clips or hair pomade, some lock and retwist product, you have something, you have some tools that you have acquired because people who like to do hair usually do their own hair a lot. You have the tools you need to go and do someone's hair. If your specialty is sewing weaves, if your specialty is bonded weaves, if your specialty is lock maintenance, twist outs, wash and goes, take your tools and offer to do someone's hair. In the beginning, I did everybody's hair. Your mamas, my mamas, your aunties, my cousins, my neighbors, my best friends, everyone was a candidate. It did not matter that my preference was for doing natural hair. I did 
all hair. I did not discriminate because I simply wanted the experience of doing hair. And while in the beginning, I charged little to nothing, as time went on, I did begin to charge. I didn't charge the premium rates that I charge now, but I did charge. And my family was more than willing to pay. Friends were more than willing to pay and to support me because they knew that there was a light at the end of this tunnel. They knew that I was going somewhere with this and I was going to need money to get there. I did not have to use any credit to do someone's hair. I did it in the basement of my home. They were more than happy to be there and we made it do what it do. So if you are worried that you need money to get started, let me be the first to tell you that you do not. What you do need are some family and friends who are willing to let you do their hair. Number two, once you finally start charging the family and friends whose hair you're doing, take that money and invest in a class. Now I know you might be thinking, nobody does lock maintenance better than I do. Nobody does retwist, wash and goes, or silk presses as good as I do. And maybe you're right. Maybe you are the best to ever do it. But there is always room for improvement. And the people who are at the top of their game, those who are winning and taking names, they are taking additional training. Now, you could go two ways with this. I am a fan of taking training for something that I already do well, which allows me to be even more efficient. But I'm also a fan of taking training on a new skill. You could do both or choose one. It's completely up to you. But I implore you, take a class. Learn a new skill or double down on a skill that you already possess. Quick story. I was in the beauty supply store many, many moons ago. This was a while, years ago. And another woman in the store, we were shopping in the same section. And so naturally we began to converse about the product that we were shopping for. We shared our occupations and the spaces and beauty in which we worked. And somewhere along the way, the conversation led to hair, not hair classes, but hair shows and, and additional trainings. I was like, what? Wait, I didn't say this out loud, but I'm thinking, how? How have you been doing hair all these years and you have not taken any additional training? Nothing, nothing has come across your radar that you thought I could double down on that. And it may not even be a technical skill. It may be a soft skill like customer service or building a website. It may not even be specific to a hair technique. The reason why I was so amazed is because I pride myself on learning and growth and challenge. The whole reason why I'm doing this podcast is for learning and for growth and for challenging myself. I cannot imagine as a beauty professional, as a licensed cosmetologist, not taking additional trainings. You do not know everything. There is always room for improvement. And every class does not have to cost a million dollars. There is someone out there who does what you do slightly better. Send them a DM on Instagram and see if they are offering a class. And if they aren't, maybe someone else in their network is. But whatever your skill set, know that there was someone that there is someone out there who does it better than you and who can teach you how to do it better. 
Know that there is a skill out there that you don't know at all. And there is someone out there who is offering a class that you can learn how to do that thing. So take the money that you're earning, however big or small, and invest in a class or a workshop or attend a hair show. I promise you, you will get something out of it. Number three. So now that we're doing the homies hair, we're taking some classes. I want you to take pictures of your work. You don't need to go out and buy a fancy camera. Remember, we're not trying to spend a crazy amount of money. We are trying to use the tools we have to grow. And I'm sure I would bet money that you have at minimum a halfway decent cell phone. I want you to take your phone, wipe off your camera lens, and take some photos of your work. This does not cost you anything. Once again, you do not need a lot of credit to take photos of your work. Now that you have those photos, I want you to create a social media page. Most likely, you're going to use Instagram. That's fine. Create a page just for your hair. Now, some people might say your hair page and your personal page can be one and the same. I think that they can, but if you like to twerk or you like to, I don't know, you like to do something that you think may be a little bit off-putting to your target audience, then you may want to create a separate page. Now, if you feel like the way that you dance or the way that you spend your weekend hours is perfectly suitable for your professional page, then by all means, put the two together. I am not judging. What I am saying is document the work that you do and allow the world to consume it. Your page should not be private. Your page should be public. So whatever you put on there should be consumable by the public. I have a set a page that is for my personal brand and I have a page that is for my professional brand. Take pictures of your work, upload it to social media, and talk your shit. Let people see what you do. Let people know that you are a good stylist and you are taking clients and you are available. It'd be great if you could have a booking site, but that might cost you a little bit more than you have right now. So for now, you want to wait for people to contact you via social media. Let them contact you. Let them book appointments with you. And that takes us back to step number one. Do someone's hair. All right. Number four. This is another really good one that it's so simple. I think it's going to blow your mind. I want you to get a library card. That's right. I'm going old school. Get a library card. You are going to then go to the library or you can use their digital app because most libraries have an app. And you are going to get some books, whether they be physical books or ebooks. And the topics should include things like customer service, financial literacy, how to scale your business. You can get books on other business owners and read their stories about how they grew their businesses. The library is a treasure trove of information. And it's free. Y'all, I'm trying to put y'all on to free things that you can do 
to grow your business. Doing someone's hair does not cost you anything. Getting a library card doesn't cost you anything. Getting a social media account does not cost you anything. None of these things, once again, require you to have an amazing credit score. None of these things require you to have money in the bank. And these are all things that I did and continue to do to grow my business. I am currently reading a book on my Kindle from the library. I love the library. It's free. How can you not love the library? So get yourselves a library card. Get you some books from the library. And then read the books. Don't just get the books and let them accumulate. Read the books. There are so many great books that are out there that you see on Amazon that if you typed that title into the library's app, you would find them for free. So now we have all this information at our fingertips and we didn't even have to pay for it. Number five. And this is where we actually are going to have to do something and commit to it for the long term. It is time to start finally paying back your creditors. Now, I am no financial expert, and I do recommend you seek professional financial guidance. Don't blame me when something goes wrong. But here's what I do know to be true. Paying your bills will improve your credit. Hands down. Again, I'm going to throw that disclaimer out there that I am not a financial expert. I am simply speaking from my own experience. Pull your credit report, see who you owe, and start making some payments. It gets you into the habit and it builds the muscle of consistency of making payments. The best thing I ever did for myself was starting to pay my bills. For me, automating my bills allowed me to pay my bills on time. Any bill that I had that wasn't automated did not get paid on time. So I found that for me, the best thing that I could do was to put systems in place that allowed me to become a better steward over my money. Me getting a bill in the mail will just sit on my counter, even to this day, in 2023. If you send me a bill in the mail or by email, most likely it is just going to sit there. But if I get a bill, and I go ahead and set up auto pay, the bill will get paid and I don't have to think about it. I need for my payments to be automated in order for them to get paid in a timely fashion. You may find that you need the same. You may find that you like to get a reminder on your phone and that's how you pay your bills. Whatever works for you. My point is find a system that does work for you and stick to it. You are not going to get better at your money until you get better at managing your money. I know what it is like for my credit score to be so bad that my auto loan interest rate is in the double digits. I remember having a car and as my credit began to slowly improve, I was looking to buy another car and I'm at the dealership and the guy is running numbers. And he's telling me what my potential payment would be. And it was in that moment that I realized that because my credit initially was so bad that I was paying almost double the car note 
what someone else would have paid for the exact same car simply because my credit was that bad. Having good credit feels very abstract. It's one of those things where you don't need it until you need it. Otherwise, on a daily basis, most of us aren't thinking about it. Until you go to get an apartment, until you go to get a mortgage, until you go to finance a vehicle, and that's when it hits you. And that's when you realize that my car note could have been $400 a month. Instead, it's $700 a month. That's $300 extra per month that I am spending because I wasn't making the best financial decisions. That's $36 extra per year that I am spending simply because I was not a good steward over my money. And if you multiply that over five years, that's over $15,000, $20,000 extra that I am spending. Mm-mm. Not doing that again. It doesn't seem like a lot on a daily basis, but when you look at it over the course of a month or a year or five or six years, it's a ton of money. Every time you join this show, I am going to be encouraging you and helping you find ways to build and to grow and to scale your business. And we are not going to let having bad credit be the thing that gets in the way of us being successful. I gave you five tips to take and run with. All of these can be implemented immediately. None of them require a ton of money. Like I said, most of them don't require any money. I want you to go out there and I want you to implement these things and find ways that allow you to move the needle forward and to grow your business. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. I will see you midweek for our many episodes where we talk about salon situations. In the meantime, go out there, do somebody's hair, get a library card, get a social media page, read some books, and be an amazing business owner. I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining us. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to the podcast. Feel free to leave a five-star review and let us know what you think. Let us know if you have bad credit and you were able to repair it. We want to hear your stories. You can find us on social media at Building a Beauty Business. You can also find me at It's Frida Brown. We'll see you next time.